and just get all fat and sassy. Welcome to the Power Trip Morning Show. Uh, certainly not. You're listening to the Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. The Bets and Quotes Podcast. I didn't even know this was a thing. I like to work in Las Vegas. Las Vegas is a very exciting town. Uh, I work at the Riviera Hotel. Uh, there's four comedians on the bill, and we all had similar hair because we were all using the Riviera in-house shampoo. <laughs> it was two-in-one shampoo. Two-in-one is not a good term because it's, it's not real. Because one is not big enough to hold two. That's why two was created. If it was two-in-one, it would be overflowing. Welcome to the Bets and Quotes podcast, a podcast for the rubes, by the rubes, talking all things Power Trip. Bets and Quotes is hosted by Chuck, better known as Power Trip Bets. Why I love Chuck is that's exactly how I felt about the show, but I couldn't articulate it the way that he did. And Dave, the one and only Power Trip Quotes. The guy, he's going to get in there and just try to maul you. They were going to get an apartment together and see how things went, but settled on a podcast instead. Our legal disclaimer is simply that Lawyer Lambert probably likes us better than you, so good luck suing us. We hope you enjoy this episode, but if not, feel free to play Jax on 494. Right, like said, it gonna set my soul, gonna set my soul on fire. Got a whole lot of money that's ready to burn, so get those stakes up higher. There's a thousand pretty women waiting out there. They're all living the devil may care, and I'm just a devil with love to spare. So, Viva Las Vegas! Viva Las Vegas! All right, Dave, uh, how horny does that song make you? Uh, somewhere between 12 and 13 out of 10. <laughs> oh, me too. Every time hockey hits that song, I'm just like, oh yes, Vegas, here yes. we go. And, uh, I don't know who's more pumped for it. Uh, the guys or you and me, or I don't know, all our, uh, all our, uh, buddies that are uh, betting on initials. I mean, it's just, uh, it's, it's that time <laughs> of the year. It's the Vegas trip. Uh, I'm stoked. Yeah, I, I think after listening to Tommy this morning, I think Tommy is definitely in first place. Uh, he's number he's, one. He's made it very clear that he's, uh, one, excited to see Dov. Uh, number two, he's excited that Sess isn't going, even though, you know, she's the love of his life. Uh, but he can maybe be off the leash and, and get more Dov time. And he's also excited for uh, some cowboy killers. <laughs> So uh, he's like- made all three of those points very clear. So uh, <laughs> it'll be fun just to view Tommy Olson uh, from afar in Las Vegas. Oh yes, I, I I would tend to agree with you. As excited as I am, I think uh, I think Tommy is definitely the uh, leader in the clubhouse in terms of excitement. Uh, it's going to be such a blast. It's uh, finally finally here, and uh, I mean it's funny because you know with the uh, the NFL draft on tonight at seeing Vegas, you know there's just that little bit of FOMO where Billy really like yeah it'd be really cool to be there, but man having that Vegas trip just uh, six days away uh, that kind of cools the FOMO a little bit. It still doesn't even feel real, and maybe just because I'm busy in other places in my life, but like I can't believe that we're going to be in Vegas less than a week from right now. I know, I know. It's going to be awesome. The Wild are going to be in the playoffs. Maybe the Timberwolves get there. We'll see. It'd be awesome if the Timberwolves are still playing at the time. Uh, Twins are going to be playing. Twins are super hot right now. And But, yes, this is all about Vegas tonight. We're going to do some fun Vegas stuff. Um, it's, it's not about anything else. It's not about our usual nonsense. It's all about Vegas tonight. So, clearly, we are not going to talk about the Twins and their 7-1 to win over the Tigers today. Um, we're not going to give a live score update of the Minnesota Wild Calgary Flames game that's currently tied in the third period at two to two. Right, um, we're definitely we're not going to do that. Definitely not going to do that. And we're absolutely one hundred percent not going to talk about Quasi freaking trading back from pick number twelve to get shit picks 32 34 and 66 and basically piss off the entire viking fan base on his very first draft uh we're definitely not going to talk about that 
How hard do you think Rick Spielman is right now at oh, the geez. haters? Well, that that was a tweet of the night from Creasel where he's like, Can we have Rick Spielman back? <laughs> I might need uh, to put that on a shirt. Uh, son of a bitch. So we're not going to talk about that. I'm, I'm seriously almost as mad as I was for us not getting fields last year. But hey, we're not going to talk about that. It's all about Vegas. And even if you're not going on the trip and you do have a little bit of FOMO, I think you'll still enjoy this episode. So please don't turn it off uh, right away. <laughs> you know, you normally get about five or ten minutes in before most people turn off our episodes. But uh, yeah, we're going to try and make this fun for everyone, even if you're not going to be with us on the trip. And to those of you that are, um, that's awesome and can't wait to can't wait to see old friends and make some new ones this year. So a uh, very backwards upside down episode. You know, it's weird when we're starting off with quotes and I'm the one doing the quotes and they have nothing to do with anything that's happened on the power trip this week. Um, I'm going to do the quotes of the week. Uh, I went back to the very, very, very first Las Vegas show. Um, there was clearly a star of that show. Uh, we all know it was the gentleman, John Creasel. And uh, so I've got, I've got, I've got the top three quotes from Crease. Um, and then I had to leave this one in there as an honorable mention. This really isn't a quote. It's just Creasel and how much he enjoys Vegas. Morning show, our first ever trip. And we're already making plans for next year. That's yes. how much fun we're Let's having. Let's make plans for next week. That's, yeah. yeah, great point. Let's just do it again. You know, something I didn't ask you. We talked to Crease about still being drunk. And we talked about Sauce. <laughs> we talked to Sauce about... Oh my God, that drunk laugh of John Creasel. <laughs> it wasn't even a quote. It was just how drunk his laugh sounded. <laughs> exactly. It was, uh, yeah. And he, and he kept denying, quote unquote, denying that he was drunk the whole time. But yeah, he, he, he sounds nothing like he does on a normal Friday morning on that episode. And, uh, yeah, I had to put that in there because he, he, I think he laughed more than Rosie does in a uh, typical show. So, uh, oh, so yeah. good. Well, we will get started with the quotes of the, since that was the honorable mention, we'll get started with the quotes of the week with quote number three from the gentleman, John Creasel. Uh, our new favorite golfer, Byron Meth, is tied for 14th. He's one over. <laughs> yeah. Byron. Byron Meth. Meth. He's, he's a real person. He's real person. cooking right now. I'm looking right? to see his name on this list here. <laughs> That's a good line. He's, Byron no Meth. Yeah. Yeah, he's cooking. <laughs> Byron Meth is cooking. <laughs> Do you smell what Byron Meth is cooking? <laughs> yeah, I don't even I don't even remember Byron Meth. He must no. not have been on the tour for very long. No. Yeah, and I'm I'm a golf guy. I don't even remember who Byron <laughs> Meth was. But uh it's probably who I'm gonna go as Halloween this year. Oh, that's 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 a hell of a name, Byron Meth. All right. B Meth. Well, we move on to quote number two of the week from the gentleman, John Creasel. Pizza sauce is like a bad cold sore. It's like, just go away. Oh, like, I love no, pizza. I love pizza yeah, it too. sounds like it. But like, so I. When you rub on him, he spreads. I, I, I walk out to, <laughs> oh. to let him in. <laughs> That's a great line, man. Come on. When he rubs on him, he spreads. Come on. Creasel with the line of the Jeez. day so far. <laughs> he's like a cold sore when you rub on him he spreads oh yeah creasel i mean obviously the volume here from creasel is just because he gets a full show i mean he's he's on for what half of a show once a week on average for the year and he still you know makes his way into the frisky four every year of the the quarter of the year tournament so uh, not surprised to see some creasel uh vegas quotes uh make the top three Absolutely. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's definitely on a roll. And of course that means he will be the number one quote of the week, John Creasel on running for governor. Who here would actually le- legitimately place their vote for John Creasel? Oh, that's right everybody. now, right now, everybody, a couple people flipped. I off. swear I might do it someday. <laughs> well, you should, you should because you're should. the one guy that doesn't uh, have to get involved in partisan politics. And you you know get it. Wait, I wait, don't wait. play Slow games and I love strip clubs and I love, <laughs> and I love gambling. Be, well, yeah, you know, that's going to be the campaign I'm poster. I'm I don't play games. Let me, and I like let me strip tell clubs. you something. <laughs> I don't play games. I love strip clubs and I love gambling. Uh, put it on the poster. I'm voting every single vote for John Creasel. Yeah, Creasel Nelly 2024. Oh, son of a bitch. That was a good line. Uh. Yeah. 
and I mean, that was in the quotes era. If I had the ability to go back in the Twitter archives and, uh, and search, um, I know that week was a record for quotes. I, I think, I think I remember telling you, Chuck, that there was something like maybe it was for those three days, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because they used to do three shows uh, the first couple of years in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I think it was something like 26 or 26 John Creasel quotes um, <laughs> in a three-day span, which I, I think one of the days, I think he actually got either didn't show up or uh, or was having too much fun on the air that uh, Abbott sent in the, the bat signal and got him off of the, <laughs> got him off of the <laughs> microphone. He got removed, but you know, he never did say anything that had to get dumped either a curse no. word or something that was too over the line. You know, I, I, hockey, uh, hockey was definitely paranoid that he was going to, but he yeah. never actually did. So he definitely is a, he's a pro. John Creasel has always lived by that. He's never sworn on the air and he's been appearing on the power trip morning show since 2007. So um, that's a, that's a pretty big feather in his cap. Absolutely. One hell of a run, especially for someone so funny and quotable. (laughs) So I hope you enjoyed that uh, trip down memory lane for some uh, classic John Creasel quotes right from Vegas. Well, the next thing we're going to do is the Vegas scavenger hunt. Now, if you're not going on the trip, you're not going to be able to participate in this uh, in person, but you can kind of play along at home and uh, give your assessment on where some of these things are. So we have put together a list, you know, the, the, um, the one guy, I can't remember his Twitter handle off the top of my head, but he put together like the bingo cards for like Zach, Corey, Chris, and Sauce. That was just genius. Um, that's kind of what this is. This is kind of like the Vegas bingo card. Um, except, you know, we're not going to print out a card and carry it around. These are, uh, these are more on the honor system. Um, we're going to award points. If you happen to see these things, um, you know, some things, um, are very, very common and, uh, you know, you can dime a dozen as they like to say. So the point values for those things aren't going to be real high. Other things are ultra rare. And if you see them, uh, you deserve to be richly rewarded. So our scale is going to go from one point for something that's very common, all the way up to 100 points for the things that are absolutely the most rare. So Dave, we're going to go through this list and uh, and give our point assessments for each of these items that we have compiled here. So uh, starting off with the first item, this would be, uh, and, and this is your, your service to your country, stopping someone from approaching Chris Hockey in the casino. Oh, now, wow. That... <laughs> We we know that this is good etiquette, right? Because you're never supposed to talk to Chris Hockey in the casino, especially the high roller room. Um, and you know, th- there's rooms out there that they see him, they're gonna want to, you know, have a have a conversation with him, tell him their tell him a dream, tell him whatever. Um, so uh, this is really high duty. Uh, I, I don't know how common it is. Uh, what what point level do you want to give this one, Dave? Um, I, I feel like just out of, it's almost like a bounty. I feel like Hawk will pay about 20 to, to 30% more point value. Um, just because, you know, obviously he's reckless with his, uh, well, he's not reckless with his money, but he, you know, he wins so often, uh, that he has some money to spread around. So I think I'm going to say 60 personally. All right. Let's go with 60. Um, I'll just, uh, I'll just agree with you uh, on the point totals, unless you're like way, way off. So uh, 60 points. It is Um, you might get nominated for the preposterous statement tournament for saying Hawk is not reckless with money, but uh, we'll leave that that up to the listeners. So (laughs) I mean, all right, (laughs) next up, um, because the whole crew is going to be there. So this applies to uh, a lot of the, uh, the, the right, all the regulars and all the guests. Um, telling Ben Lieber that he fucked up the 09 championship game. Um, if somebody Ooh. goes up to Ben Lieber and informs him that he fucked up the 09 championship game to his face, what is that worth? Well, I mean, meat sauce does it almost daily. <laughs> um, so I guess if that doesn't count, um, uh, you know, and, and it's almost two different things. Cause really should you be, you know, it takes a lot of balls to go up to uh, a big, burly, handsome man like Ben Lieber and say, well, you know, why did you f- screw up the get the pass interference call in the 09 championship game? Um, I, I would award someone 80 plus for something like that uh, <laughs> to as a dare. If it's like the percent chance that it happens, I would say it's probably around like 
I mean, it's somewhere around a coin toss because I don't know. I feel like hot. I, I feel like uh, I feel like meat sauce would probably do it. Oh, meat sauce definitely would do it. Yeah, I don't. I, I hate to award too many points on this one because I hate to encourage people to actually do that because that's kind of yeah. bad etiquette. It's like people that go up to sauce and uh, introduce themselves by insulting him. So maybe if you've developed a rapport with Ben, yes. then do that at kind of the end as your parting shot. If you've kind of developed a rapport, so if yeah, you we'll- play college football with Ben Lieber, <laughs> you can say whatever the hell you want absolutely or if you grew up in south dakota that sort of thing so yeah we'll keep it at 80 points but don't don't make that the first thing you tell ben all right next up uh getting a picture of jared wells somewhere outside the vicinity of either the airport or buffalo wild wings because we'll all see him at buffalo wild wings and lots of people see him at the airport if you see jared wells and get a picture of him anywhere else dave what's that worth and there's only one Uh answer I, I'm gonna award 91 points for this. I That's think way this too is, low. I, I know, but uh, it, trying to this be a is a hundred pointer. This is absolutely a hundred pointer. No one has ever seen Jared Wells okay. outside of B Dubs or the airport in like what he because V Rod did the first couple of uh, Vegas shows, but Jared's done about the last four or five. No one's yeah. ever. It's this has never happened. I know, and I love Jared. Like I always talked to him at the at the meet and greet on Wednesday. Like, I love talking to Jared. He's so nice and like, I'd love to have a, you know, go out and have a cocktail with Jared, but, um, you'll never find. Yeah. Him. I think it's, it's going to be damn near impossible. So yeah, I guess if there is a hundred point to give, I think it goes to Jared. <laughs> I just noticed the next one on the list might be another hundred pointer. <laughs> um, this one is if you get a picture of Rosie paying for anything. Oh boy. Well, there's there's so many people going to uh, that have the ability to pay for things, especially his 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 the love of his life and uh, Jeff Jeff Lambert. So, um, and I think Mark is Mark Parrish going. Uh, yeah, Perry's going. Yeah. Well, then, yeah, he might as well not even bring his wallet. So, um, <laughs> I guess. But I mean, if we're talking like bets, because you know he ma- he does make a lot of bet. If you if you qualify Mark Rosen paying for a slip uh, to make a bet, that, um, I yeah, would award this twenty. Yeah, I think we got to throw that out and just keep this in like the category of like actually spending money to get a good or a service. Yes, yes, or so. spending all day at Chuck Paganzo. <laughs> All right. Uh, next up, uh, another Rosie one here. Seeing Rosie at a topless pool. What do we award there? Uh, I, I'm. I think I'm around like twenty five because I, I mean, I guess you would have to already be at a topless pool, which I mean, other than probably you know Circa Sportsbook or you know Planet Thirteen is probably the third most desirable place uh, on the strip. <laughs> would be is a uh, you know a topless. Uh, you know, pool, but I feel like the likelihood of you seeing him there is pretty low. So I guess I'll go 69, 69 points. It is for the topless pool. Uh, next up. Uh, I think I know what the correct answer is on this one. Um, seeing Zach Helverson at the aforementioned planet 13. Uh, I will award this 6.9 <laughs> points uh, because uh, he will definitely be going, uh, whether it's weed or pot, what do they call it? Pot bus, uh, whether pot it's bus. hashtag pot bus or not. Um, I, I, if you ever just go to planet 13, I'm sure like Zach will probably be working there by the end of the week. So <laughs> I was going to say he might not leave planet 13 the whole time <laughs> we're out there. Yeah. Sorry, mom. We're not going to make it home for mother's day because, uh, I, I now work at this dispensary. <laughs> All right. 6.9 points. It is in honor of Zach. Uh, next up, uh, if you're in the casino area and you witness Dov and Tommy reading the felt on the roulette table. <laughs> oh, I feel like this is a fun one. And I feel like people need to actually, you know, they hear the legend in the stories of the inside grease, the outside grease, uh, reading where the grease should really be going uh, from Dom, from uh, Dov and Tommy that I feel like people really should see it for themselves. So I will elevate this. Um, to let's say 58 points. <laughs> and if, uh, and if he, if, uh, Dobbs wearing the Sean Kemp Jersey, I think you get a bonus five points for it. 
Yeah, of, of course. Yeah, there's always a, a Sean Kemp five-point bonus. <laughs> now, this next one is really interesting in our list of our Vegas scavenger hunt for next week. Because um, not only are we going to award you points, but this is collecting a $100 bill from Chris Hockey. Mm. So uh, this is and yes. this, clearly this has happened before out in Vegas. So how <laughs> many points are we going to give them in addition to getting the $100 from Chris? Well, it requires him hitting a jackpot. You know, Chris isn't just going to you know throw money out there left and right for for no reason, uh, which will probably get me nominated for preposterous statement again. <laughs> but um, uh, you know, he ha- he did say that er- during the week in Vegas, it's a lot slower, so you have to really get lucky and pick the right machine to hit a jackpot. Um, obviously, he was very fortunate the last time that he hit big on day one. Um, but he normally said, I think he said, uh, I don't know if we should repeat it, but, uh, one zero 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 is his kind of budget for slots on Wednesday. So, uh, I will say, I will say 77 points, right? It should probably be higher than that. Um, let's go with 89. All right, 89 points and a crisp $100 bill from Chris. And we're about halfway through the list. These are the top Vegas scavenger hunt items that uh, we're awarding points for. Um, I will take this opportunity as well to tell you we are only talking about Vegas in this episode. So we are not going to mention the fact that the Wild are now up three to two late in the third. No. Or actually, no, that's a final. That is a final. The Wild won three to two. So we are not going to mention that. We're not going to talk about that. Because we're entirely focused on Vegas this episode. So. Well, honestly, I'm glad that you didn't tell me that that just happened because I definitely didn't have a hundred bucks on the money line tonight. So, uh, and I'm not watching the game because I may or may not have money and other things on the other two screens. But uh, I- I'm glad you didn't bring that up as a live I- podcast update. Definitely. Well, there's a couple of these a uh, couple of these things that I would like to see um, that are on the scavenger hunt list. Um, but the, the one that I would most like to see is this next one. Um, I've seen a picture of it. I haven't seen it in person. And that is if you witness John Creasel using his prosthetic leg as a coaster. Ooh, this is so good. Um, probably one of my favorite Vegas fo- power trip related Vegas photos to kind of cycle around is uh, I think it's Jeff Lambert. And he is laughing his ass off, um, probably three sheets to the wind. And Creasel is, you know, right there with him. And he's got a Captain Coke on the heel of his shoe of his uh, prosthetic leg. It's one of my favorite photos I've seen from the Power Trip Boys. Oh, um, it's so brilliant. How many points are we awarding that one? Uh, I mean, this is this is pretty high marks. Uh, let's go. Let's go 70. 70 points. It is. All right. Well, we mentioned this one earlier. You mentioned it. Uh, if you actually witness Tommy smoking a cowboy killer, how many points do the folks get? I feel like for how often he's been talking about smoking cigarettes on major market radio, just for how how many times he's brought it up on the air, I feel like it's pretty high that you will see him. So if you're out and around and on Planet 13 and somewhere by the roulette table, uh, you may you may or may not see him actually reading the felt, but I will guarantee that you will uh, see him smoking uh, a cigarette. So I will put this at 31 points. All right. Yeah. Pretty low on that one. Cause that one's uh, definitely an easy possibility. Uh, the next one is something that he talks about a lot. Uh, I personally haven't witnessed it yet, but uh, I don't think it's going to be overly difficult, but that is to find Corey holding a yard long margarita. Yeah. I feel like this is 15 points for me, Chuck. He always talks about doing it. Uh, it's one of the th- rare things that he brings up that he like actually doing something and bonding with sauce in Vegas. Maybe their only activity, especially because Paul's pretty nocturnal and ve- he he enjoys Vegas for the sleep, um, which we know well. So I-, I guess I'll put this at fifteen. That sounds about right. All right, that's a uh, good number there. Uh, my, <laughs> I I like this one. Um, this will this will be an interesting angle. Um, convince Mike Musman to place a bet while we're in Vegas. Um, <laughs> well, this- I know you're going to be the driving force behind this <laughs> one, Chuck. And and he and he already has said that he he will bet on boobies. So if yes. you can find an angle to get him to bet on boobies, um, potentially this one this one has some legs. Uh, how many points is getting Mus to place a bet worth? 
Well, I will say because there is no horse in the field for this year's uh, Kentucky Derby, uh, the 147th running of the Kentucky Derby, um, named Boobies, that I, I think uh, this is this is pretty high as well. Um, you know, he may not bet on boobies, but I think he will make a bet. I think Chuck, you will. You know, you couldn't get him to bet on chess last time. No, but I, I think you'll be able to get him to bet on maybe the wild or maybe a golf bet that week. We gotta try something. You know, I just had a brilliant thought because who's our horse in the Kentucky Derby? Zozos. We're putting Zozo's. money on Zozos. Um, hopefully, a lot of money on Zozos, and hopefully that baby comes in. Um, what if we convince Musman that Zozos is another term for boobies? Like you know, you oh. got you've got boobies, tits, yes. breasts, yayas. I mean, oh my God. you yes. know, hell, sugar barrels. Hawk has about a million names. Yeah, for I have a list. I think I have 13 on my list in my notes. App. Exactly. So what if we just convince Musk before he knows anything about the Kentucky Derby that, Hey, oh, look at that girl. That's a nice set of Zozos over there. Get him using that term Zozos. And then Musk, look, Zozos is in the Kentucky Derby. You have to bet you're betting on breasts. And then he places the ticket on the horse that we know is going to be our payday. Chuck, that is, that is probably the most brilliant thing I've ever heard through my two ears yeah I, it, it's clearly the uh all my life has been leading up to this individual singular moment so show show me your zozos show me your shirt. zozos there's our t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> all right so how many points on that oh um let's say 62 62 it is all right um, next up, uh, Hawk's got that uh, derby cap that, um, as you said, Hawk can pull it off. Not everyone can. If you get a picture wearing that derby cap that Hawk has, uh, how many points will that be worth? You know, here's the underrated factors. He, when he's on the Vegas floor, um, you know, he's normally in, it's business hours and you're supposed to leave him alone. So I guess the only way is, you know, probably if he wears it to one of the two shows, which isn't a guarantee necessarily, no. especially because now he's made it his habit of buying hats uh, when he travels to different places. So who knows? We could have a new uh, Hawk hat in Las Vegas uh, next week. So I guess I will put this at uh, 42 points. Ah, 42 it is. Jackie Robinson. All right. Um, next up, uh, we've got three left. <laughs> this one kind of, uh, this kind of dovetails with the earlier one, but if you actually have the opportunity to take an edible with Zach, uh, how many points is that going to be worth? Wow. Um, I feel, <laughs> I feel like, you know, voluntarily, you know, taking drugs with another human being, um, is gotta be worth <laughs> a decent amount of points. Um, you know, so I think we start at 50. I think we add a couple levels of just how elusive Zach is and, uh, maybe how limited, uh, his access to him will be, um, maybe adds it up another 20 points. Uh, but let's, let's, let's subtract a point because he does do a lot of edibles in Vegas. So let's go with 69. <laughs> All right. That seems to be the number for Zach. All right. <laughs> And the very last one, um, this is one I definitely have earned points for before. Um, and my favorite one on the list, our good buddy Meat Sauce. If you hear Sauce call the Planet Hollywood Sportsbook a sea palace, how many <laughs> points do you get? I mean, this is like taxes. You should get zero points for this. This is like the free space. <laughs> The whole board. Um, this would be this would be the free space on a bingo card. Well, uh, especially because you know he bets like he'll make like three or eight four leg leg, parlays, like parlays and, uh -huh. and be like, you know, win seven out of eight and just be pissed. It's like, well, um, you know, maybe if you just put like a hundred dollars on each game, you know, you're, you're having fun, but I still uh, remember before I knew that every single bet that he did was a parlay. I still remember the time I sent him six NBA picks. I went five out of six and I texted him and I was yeah. like, Hey, we got five out of six. And he's like, yeah, I parlayed it. I'm like, well, son yeah. of a I, I, I've done the same with baseball and football <laughs> before, like it, college basketball, like just make the straight bets, but whatever. I never tell, never tell someone to do, uh, you know, with their, their gambling funds, you know, watch your own <laughs> father, right. I would say. Absolutely. So we're going with the minimum on this one, a single point for the Sea Palace. Yeah, we're going to go one point, Chuck. <laughs> All right. 
Well, there you have the full list of see how many points you can earn on the Vegas trip. And if you're not going along, you can play along uh, with the, uh, with what we see on Twitter. Um, you know, may, I think we should award the folks at home points too. Cause if you spot this stuff on Twitter, I think you get the points as well so that you can play along with this fun little game. So uh, if I happen to witness any of these things, um, I will definitely put them out there on the old Twitter machine. All right. Well, next up, we had the great opportunity to talk to an absolute badass. Like, I feel even embarrassed talking to him because um, I'm just an absolute wimp compared to what a badass this guy is. Uh, You've heard him on the power trip before. He's a huge rube. Um, an awesome guy. He will be in Vegas. Um, if you've never met him before, um, I'd be happy to introduce him to you if you're going to be out there. Um, he's just an absolute great dude. His name is Nate Scott, and we interviewed him about Vegas and a whole bunch of other things. We're excited to be joined by the one and only Nate Scott. Uh, you, sir, are an absolute badass. You're a Minnesota rube. You're a power trip rube, and you're one of my favorite people to see out in Vegas. How the hell are you tonight? Oh, you know, living the dream. How are you guys <laughs> doing great now you are you are in Phoenix or the general Phoenix area. Is that correct? Uh, kind of i'm I live in Yuma right now. Yuma, uh, which that's is, a little farther south. yeah, that's about it's halfway between uh, San Diego and Phoenix. So it's three hours to Phoenix and three hours to San Diego. Uh, and there is approximately nothing in this town outside of there was once a movie made about it and that's about it <laughs> i've been to yuma exactly one time it was for a spring training baseball game i can't even remember who the teams were all i remember oh my is word the, the state the stadium that it was in the seats were fire engine red and it was about 90 degrees and uh yeah i nearly burned up we we literally went and stood on the what amounted to the warning track by the bullpen um and because there was shade there it was just it was ridiculously hot but that's my one memory of yuma so uh, hopefully you don't burn up down in uh, yuma arizona that's uh that's about right in the summertime it gets to about 120 degrees on the regular here Rosie. Uh, which is <laughs> yeah which now, is awful now living in yuma have you ever bumped into nick papa giorgio <laughs> no i i have not uh, much to my chagrin, <laughs> He's the, and very and very Vegas theme there. I actually I actually uh-huh. got a Vegas drop in there. So, yep. Um, so speaking of Vegas, uh, that's why we're here. We're doing the great Vegas preview show, and I figured you are a perfect person to have on for our Vegas preview show as a guest because uh, you love to go to the Vegas shows. Uh, how many of the Vegas shows have you been to now? Uh, I've only been to two, mm-hmm. but they are without a doubt the best shows the power trip does anywhere absolutely unpredictable uh were you with the magic fingers one (laughs) uh let's see what was was that no because that was i went pre-covid and then last year okay okay yeah, because it was it was the one pre pre COVID. So yeah, that yeah. was a couple of years ago. But yeah, you're there. Uh, so you so your first one would have been the uh, Zach Daniels uh, power trip yes. show. Yes, uh, I'm Zach Daniels. <laughs> <laughs> sugar barrels, the yep. sugar barrels T-shirts made their debut that trip. That was yes. a, a huge yep. moment for the barrels. That's one of the things I'm excited about is the unpredictability of listener t-shirts <laughs> because it, it's like an art gallery really yeah at the end of friday's show last year i forget what shirt they read on the after party but this guy had a shirt that had front and back like it was like a poem about the power trip and it was highly inappropriate yeah, um, it's he's um I'm I'm blanking on his real name, but he's the power trip poet on Twitter. Um, he's yes. from he's from Wisconsin. He's a really cool dude. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I know exactly the shirt you're talking about. It was it took because I read the whole thing. It took me about yeah. five minutes to read his shirt. Yeah. And then I think Hawk read the front, took a shot, got distracted, and then Corey was like, "You know, there's another half to that shirt." And then. Uh, I think the one guy came up and somebody slapped him. Uh, yep. 
Brian slapped him. Yeah. Yeah. And boy, that was, <laughs> that, that's when the podcast started to go down. <laughs> it, yeah. Cause uh, that's, he's the power trip belly on Twitter. He's a really good dude. And uh, yeah, he, uh, oh, I the, love it video surfaced to that like somebody retweeted it like a week or two ago of that and i forgot just how hard brianne swatted him that was like oh, you could it was vicious oh you could hear that all throughout b-dubs oh what a great time that was uh pretty crazy so how long have you been a rube like how long have you been listening to the power trip so i started listening to the power trip uh in it would have been the fall slash winter of 2007. Uh, I lived in Plymouth and I was, I was basically done with high school. I really only had one class. And so I had a, like a semi full-time job uh, working for a company called Fastenal. I basically just delivered product, like delivered nuts and bolts to businesses in the Plymouth area uh, starting at like five 30 in the morning. So I would work from I'd work from like 5:30 to 11 every day, go to class and then go to sports practice. And so I would listen to the Power Trip pretty like very regularly because really the only other radio show that I would listen to in the morning would been would have been K102, but I didn't find them nearly as funny as I did the early Power Trip days. <laughs> uh so I would have so I listened to them all the time I were at work. And then I joined the army in the fall of 2008. And whenever I would come back to Minnesota, and this, this was kind of like pre podcasts and pre like the ability to listen to, to like fan on demand on your phone. Right. Uh, so in the, in the like afternoons after work or the evenings after work, I would sit in my barracks rooms and listen to fan on demand on my computer. <laughs> you know, like my, like my laptop. Right. Uh, and it was, you know, awful and horrible quality. Like I'd have to, I, you know, you couldn't play it in the middle. If you, if you left the screen, it would stop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was awful. Was Zach working for the fan back then? I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh-huh. But yeah, so I, I'd listen to some, like I, I wasn't, I wasn't able to listen to everything. But then in 2014 is when I think they started doing like podcasts more regularly because in Afghanistan on my first Afghan deployment, I started listening to the power trip. I download it to my phone and then I could take it with me wherever I went, uh, whatever we were like out on mission or doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's probably in, uh, I'd say from February of 2014 to now, I think I've listened to every Power Trip show. Wow. Plus or minus one or two. That's a hell of a track record. I, I try. You get Rube, hashtag Rube cred for that one for sure. Uh, yeah. It must, it must be quite the experience um, hearing Meat Sauce tell a ghost story in the middle of Afghanistan. <laughs> uh, I have... Uh, I have had some very interesting experiences while listening to the power trip. Uh, I've listened to them in a helicopter while we were getting ready to go on mission. Like we were on the helicopter getting ready to go uh, do a hit. This was back, man, this must've been 2016 and the helicopter bounced off the ground. And I distinctly remember uh, Corey Cove saying something to the, like, saying something to the effect of, well, life's, you know, life's better with money on the line. <laughs> and I remember, I remember the bounce. It, it was a very hard, you know, we don't, the pilots would say it wasn't a crash, right. but we bounced. Oh. And I remember saying life's better with money on the line. And I started snickering about it. And one of my, one of my teammates looked at me and he goes, what are you laughing at? <laughs> and I was like, uh, nothing. I'm just listening to something funny. And he was like, whatever. And we, you know, we went out and did the mission and then uh, came back. And that has, that is one of the things that has always stuck with me is uh, I've, I've always tried to take the power trip with me wherever I go. Cause you never know when you're going to 
you know, sit on an airfield for nine hours, not actually doing anything and really wish you had something to listen to. <laughs> so yeah, I've, I've, uh, I've laid on the side of mountains. I've been looking through sniper scopes. I've definitely been in firefights while listening to the power trip, which I've, I've had to pause or re, you know, go back and listen to again. Like, man, I kind of tuned them out for that, you know, 25 minutes that we were slinging lead back and forth. I should probably go back and re-listen to that. Son of a bitch, I missed a bet because I had to shoot someone. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And then it's like that part of the show is like new because I don't remember listening to it. I'm like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So, um, so obviously, I mean, obviously the military is a big part of, uh, your life. Um, you've done how many, how many tours have you done overseas? Uh, five total. Uh, I went to, been to Iraq, uh, Afghanistan, and then I've done, uh, a trip to South America to Colombia, but that, I mean, that wasn't a a combat rotation. We were just down there training people, but right. Yeah. So, uh, So we should, uh, you know, in, in honor of Tim Nelson, we should probably thank you for your service, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, that that is that is actually the thing I'm looking forward to, uh, not necessarily the most, but I want to hang out with John Creasel in Vegas so badly. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah, uh, you're in. That's that's true because he hasn't been there. Um, yeah, nope. that's right. That's I because he was there the first. Was it the like yeah, he was definitely there the Magic Fingers year. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, there in 15 and 16. The last, the last three years he hasn't been there because I think he's had speaking engagements mm-hmm. the last three times they've been there. Because or maybe it's just the last two. And then the cancellation year, yeah. So I think yeah, you're yeah. right. It's three years total, but probably two shows in three years. Yeah, I, I think so. Yep. Well, that yeah. Well, that. Uh, <laughs> If you hang out with that crew, uh, be prepared. Um, I don't know how good your dry humping skills are on uh, slot machines, but uh, be prepared to uh, go <laughs> at it. Oh, I've got a, I've got some, uh, I've got some drunk infantrymen to me, so I, uh, I think <laughs> that I'll, I'll be just fine. And I don't even have to be drunk to have drunk infantrymen in me. Like, I'm. <laughs> I'm I'm down to have a good time sober. I, I I'm not gonna lie. I don't drink much anymore mm-hmm. uh, because it's you know I'm 33 now, 33 I think. Oh geez, uh, it's over, dude. Yeah, yeah dude. and I don't like it's it's one of those things where <laughs> I don't necessarily. When I was younger, I was like, oh yeah, like let's you know we're gonna have a good time. I've realized that I can have just as much fun being completely sober and then not be hung over the next day. Well, for yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, you will. Uh, well, it'll be, it'll, I'm, I'm stoked. Cause I, it's, it's an awesome year to go and, you know, props to all of our, uh, all of our listeners that are going uh, this year because literally everybody is going like, there's it's not fun. any of the regulars that aren't going to be there. So awesome opportunity to like, you know, if there's, if there's a fan member you haven't met before, you will have every opportunity to meet them uh, out there. So um, I, I'm super excited about that. Anybody else you're uh, you're looking forward to uh, seeing out there? Um, ben Lieber for sure. Uh, That's sexy. Lieber the the three or four times I've been into the show, mm-hmm. Lieber the first the very first time I was in Lieber was in, and Chris Corey. I think I was in like the fifth of July of. 2018 was my the first time I went in studio mm-hmm. and it was one of those, they were the only show in the building. Uh, and Muss, Corey and Lieber and Hawk and I sat outside the studio and talked for like an hour after the show. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and Ben was just, Ben was super, super cool. Uh, super laid back. And then we've had, two other like not necessarily on the radio interactions uh the two other times i've been there and he's been there he's, he's always been like outside the studio like hey hey i got some questions for you um but yeah hanging out seeing ben and getting to spend maybe a little bit of time with him i think would be awesome because he he truly is one of the best well, and see, and, and you're one of the, you're one of the people that could actually, you know, pose for a picture with him and not have it look like, you know, a 10 standing next to a one. Cause you're a pretty good looking dude. See, like when I get my picture taken with Ben, it's like, okay, who's this troll standing next to Ben? Yeah. That's uh that's basically the way the entire power trip uh, morning show is next to obviously minus 
you know, the lovely Marnie Gellner, but everybody else standing next to Ben is just like, <sighs> <laughs> well, that's why I like to get my pictures taken with the other people because it's like, yeah, okay. I, I'm more on your level. Yeah. This works. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, that, uh, that's awesome. How long are you going to be in Vegas for this trip? Um, so I, <laughs> it's a, uh, it's an interesting story. So, bear with me for a second but i had a i have a, I had a daughter born in august who has some special needs and okay. the facilities out here in yuma just aren't good enough and so we're getting an, an actually an early reassignment back to florida oh wow um so we're trying to move probably third week of may back to florida mm. Wow. so i am gonna drive up very late wednesday night probably and then drive home as soon as the show is done on Friday. Uh, okay. I just can't, uh, I can't justify being gone for that long. Uh, right. Right before we move, because for about the last six weeks, my youngest daughter and my wife have been living up in Phoenix at the children's hospital because there's, there's just not, Yuma doesn't have the facilities to care. The Yuma hospital doesn't have the facilities to care for my daughter. Mm. Uh, so my wife has been, we've been living the, the kind of transient life where my wife comes back to Yuma on the weekends to see the, our three other kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's going to come back early on Wednesday. I'm going to see her for a little bit and then we're going to, then I'm going to come head up to, to Vegas, be in Vegas for those, you know, kind of one and a half nights. Yep. Uh, and then I need to head back here because I'm sure I'll have, I'm sure I'll have stuff to do. <laughs> <laughs> the busy life of a father and hell you're not even on the matt burke plan yet he's got like what nine or ten i mean four that, that's gotta be child's play <laughs> yeah i've uh fortunately my th- my older three are seven five and three right now mm-hmm. and my seven-year-old's basically an adult uh <laughs> pretty good at taking care of my other two that are here at the house with me, which makes my my job as a pseudo single parent right now easier <laughs> Well, Nate, when you're in Vegas, uh, what do you do? You like to gamble, um, or are we talking sports? Are we talking slots? Are we talking blackjack? Uh, a little bit of sports betting, but honestly, I just enjoy people watching in Vegas. Yeah, um, I, I would, I would love, I would love to sit in the sports book. Um, you know, maybe, uh, maybe Thursday night there should be some uh, some playoff hockey. Hell we, yeah. Maybe even the wild. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. Um, maybe a couple, maybe a couple parlay NHL, NBA playoff games. And oh, then yeah. I will, I will walk through a casino. And if there's a group of people have like, you know, playing whatever, I will sit and hang out and, you know, have, have a good time. Maybe, maybe play a little roulette, but the, the highlight of Vegas for me is just people watching. Yeah, I mean it's 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 like its own reality show. Just in <laughs> even in the Planet Hollywood with the traffic there, with the Miracle yep. Mile and the the restaurant across the street that is dead to us now. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot going on, and there's a lot of power trippers to watch. Um, you know, maybe eating some funny gummy bears and stumbling around the streets. No. No way, Jose. No, <laughs> that never happens. No. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zach's honking the horn on the planet 13 yes. was. <laughs> I, was it, did he do, as I am not on Twitter very much because it's a cesspool of, you know, terribleness. Nope. Uh, did just he? Block. That Elon Musk just bought. Well, yeah, that's true. Elon did just buy it. Did he do a poll asking if people wanted to get a party bus to go to planet 13? Well, what he did, he sent out a tweet that uh, he said that, you know, if I did, would you be interested if I did that? So, you know, I immediately retweeted a few other people retweeted it and he got very few like actual response. It wasn't, so it wasn't like a poll. It was just, you know, like a regular tweet and he got very few responses. So that was why Corey was kind of ripping him. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. Oh, well, that's the thing though, too. It's like, if you're, if you're wanting to go to planet 13, are you really going to put your fate in Zach's hands, renting a bus? I, you know, (laughs) no chance that he would do that successfully. Right. You know, it's going to turn into like a six hour ordeal too. (laughs) 
Like, <laughs> we literally could have just walked there, which is a long walk, got our shit, and, like, got back. And, uh, yeah, the bus will not be – That's gonna. it's going to be pretty cloudy on the bus, I'll say that. Oh, and, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and this is coming from Dave, who normally <laughs> – yeah. he's like the, ro- like the uh, roadrunner heading to Planet 13. But, uh, yeah, even Dave <laughs> is leery of Zach's ability to pull this off. Yeah, it's always my first and my last stop. <laughs> nice. I have uh, about six and a half years left in the army, and then uh, I can partake of uh, some extracurricular activities. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. We'll eat some. Uh, we'll eat some gummy bears together. <laughs> Hopefully in Vegas. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, of course. It, you know. Well, yeah, but by the time I get out of the army, Minnesota will have been the 46 state to legalize you know <laughs> yeah. in all of its goodness because it's what are we the 39 are there 39 states that have legal sports betting right now it's 33 is the official number right now Ooh. but yeah there there's three or four that are like ultra close right now so it's going to be at least about 38 or 39 if it happens what was the what was their bet it's 40 and a half is the number. Corey's got the over. So hockey's running out of states here. <sighs> That's oh such word. a good number because they're getting legalized. Like these states are getting approved like faster and faster and faster now. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. both Missouri and Kansas are like right on the doorstep. Maine just passed it. They just have to, the, once the governor signs it, that'll be 34. Um, there's a couple other ones out there. Massachusetts is trying to railroad something through. So yeah, <laughs> hockey's hockey's in trouble on that one, I think, because I don't think Minnesota's going to get it done this year. So unfortunately, how did Wisconsin beat us? They did like their they they allowed their um, individual tribes to do private um, packs um, with uh, you know with the uh, with the state and just basically say, yeah, we're not going to tell you no. And so the tribes just uh, set it up themselves and did it that way. So, so nobody in Wisconsin actually passed the bill that said, yeah, you can do this or we're legalizing. They just allowed the tribes to strike independent deals. That's the same thing North Dakota did too. So, so yeah, like uh, Minnesota's completely surrounded because not only the four states around them, but both the Canadian provinces have completely surrounded Minnesota with legalized sports betting. And it's frustrating. Zach doesn't have to drive to Iowa. He can just go to Hudson, right? Not to Hudson because they don't have mobile. So you actually have to, oh. right, as of right now, you'd have to drive all the way out to Turtle Lake, which is about the same distance as Diamond Joe anyway. So, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, that the door is open for them to like eventually get mobile in place. They just haven't really advanced a bill yet in Wisconsin. So ways to go, but yeah, super frustrating. And like my state, Missouri, I mean, they're like right on the doorstep. Like there was a chance it was actually going to get passed today. And so I'm like refreshing Twitter at an even faster rate than I normally do. And then nothing happened today. So uh, that'll be my, that'll be my own personal Vegas gift is if they, uh, if they can get Missouri sports betting legalized, um, I will celebrate heavily in Vegas. That would be, that would be a good, a good reason to celebrate even more than we're already going to. <laughs> so I know a lot of people are, uh, so you you said you got six and a half years to go. So how long have you been in the army and let everyone know for the for those that aren't familiar with you what it is you do in the army. So I've been in for thirteen and a half thirteen and a half years ish. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent the first couple years uh, as a uh, infantryman in the eighty second Airborne Division, and then I went to Special Forces Assessment and Selection. And for the last nine. Nine and a half years, I've been a Special Forces Weapons Sergeant. Um, and for the past two and a half years, I've been working out in what's called the Yuma Proving Grounds as a military freefall instructor. And that is uh, that gig is going to be coming to an end shortly as I move back to 7th Special Forces Group in Florida. Okay, gotcha. So, so the the whole skydiving thing um, will come to an end. So that's not that's not like your permanent gig for the rest of your stint. Correct. Uh, I'm. I'll still do like military freefall operations and stuff, but I just won't be jumping quite as regularly uh, as I do out here because out here I do about six jumps a day. Uh, damn dude that's so that's so insane i know 
Um, yeah, just jump out of a plane like six times a day on average. Yeah. So the the basically the, the easiest way to make sense of it is we're basically a a school for beginners. We have advanced courses out here, but I work at the basic course. And basically, we take people who've never skydived and teach them how to skydive. Sure. And you know, to a to a proficiency level that works. Um, then they can go on. They go on and do future training. They go on and do other stuff. I went through the basic course probably six years ago, and then I was on a military free fall team. I did train ups and did other stuff. And then because I was a military free fall jump master. I volunteered to come out here to be an instructor because as a special forces guy, you only are allowed so much time on a team. And then you have to go teach other SF guys. Uh, And one of the places that you can go teach is out here. And I was like, I would like to skydive for free every day. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) So yeah, I've been out here for, you know, two and a half years. Uh, It without a doubt, it is the best job in the army. And it's not even close. <laughs> people so be like, cool. oh, you know, the, you know, I, I have a great job in the army. That's cool. The job, this, the free fall, the free fall instructor job is the greatest job. Uh, and it's not even close. Like it's, it is so much fun. I love teaching. Um, it's one of the reasons I wanted to become an SF guy is I love, I love helping people get better at something they want to get better at. And so uh, it's, it's also a very rewarding job because you get your two students at the beginning of the class and they're like, you know, little babies and you take them through jump day one. And, you know, every, every jump day one is always interesting because you get uh, all kinds of students act in all kinds of different ways. And then, you know, you progress over the next three and a half weeks. And then by the end of the three and a half weeks, you're, you've got a relatively proficient jumper that can jump out of a plane by himself and, you know, go forth and do great things. That's crazy. Oh man. I, I don't, so like you must be an adrenaline junkie, like as your background, cause nobody just signs up to teach people like not only jump out of planes themselves, but like it, it enable other human beings to jump out of, <laughs> um, of planes and free fall. Um, I, what other adrenaline, you know, are you a downhill skier, snowmobiler, uh, you know, what else crazy what other crazy things do you do Nate um I do like to downhill ski um nice. I I reserve most of my adrenaline junkiness for the army sure uh, especially especially now that I have four kids like I'll, I'll I'll go skydiving and skydiving is probably like you know my guilty pleasure mm-hmm. sure uh, but I I don't I don't do a lot of other extracurricular like crazy activities you know downhill skiing but i'm i'm a pretty you know i'm a pretty boring downhill skier i'm to the point in my life where i like to downhill ski because i like to see the pretty snow yeah (laughs) yeah that's kind of my level of skiing as well (laughs) yeah um now the best adrenaline rush that i've ever had was my first really big gunfight that i was in as a an SF guy. Um, we were in, we were on the Afghan, uh, Pakistan border and we'd been in country probably seven or eight days. And we flew out to this village and they, the, our Afghan partner started clearing through the village and we were kind of pulling overwatch on top of this, uh, hilltop. And we'd been there probably four, maybe five hours. And some of the guys were napping. Uh, we, you know, we had a rest cycle going on. And I, uh, I heard the bullets snap over our head before I heard the sound of the gunfire. Because oh, you know, that's crazy. Yeah, they were. We were getting. We were. They were shooting from about 900 yards away, so it takes about three seconds for the sound to get to you. But the bu- the the bullets breaking the sound barrier is what you hear first. Sure. And I I looked over at uh, our senior medic at the time, and this was his. I think this was his 11th deployment and he looked at me and smiled. He said, we're fucking getting shot at right now. And I, I, I remember thinking like, I I need to do stuff like, like, (laughs) you know, and and Greg was like, just relax. 
let's figure out where we're getting shot at before we do anything else. And then yeah. we could, we could see them kind of on this ridge line about, you know, 900 yards away. And I kind of looked at Greg and I was like, well, Greg, what, what should we do? And he goes, well, we should probably fucking start shooting back. <laughs> <laughs> well, step one, p- press pause on meet us as John Olerud wears my helmet story. And uh, that, that's step one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I remember for the, probably a couple, a couple, three, maybe four hours that day, we were in sporadic firefights on and off. And we got back to our, our little fire base. And I remember sitting in my, and we'd, we'd left our fire base at like two in the morning. We got back to our fire base at like 11 o'clock at night. I hadn't slept all day. I was all amped up. And I remember sitting on my bed and I, the, the letdown was hitting me. And I was like, I kind of had a little bit of the shakes. And our, our junior Delta, uh, Luis, knocked on my door. And uh, he's like, hey, he's like, how you doing? I was like, I'm good. And he had, a, he had a can of Sprite in his hand. And he was like, hey, he's like, I know you don't really drink much, so drink this can of Sprite. It'll help take the edge off of your nerves. And I, so I, I kind of sipped the Sprite a little bit, and I looked at him, and I was like, Luis, this is awesome. And he goes, yeah, nothing, nothing beats this high that you're feeling right now. And so for my next uh, three Afghan rotations, they were pretty boring up until my last one where I had the most intense six weeks of combat that I've ever been through and most of the guys on my team had ever been through. We went expeditionary to a small Afghan base for six weeks. And then basically every other day uh, we were going out and doing raids where we were in uh, – what was called a Taliban rest and uh, rest recuperation and training zone. And long story longer, the no American forces had been out in this area in about four years. The Taliban kind of had control of it. General Miller, the commanding general of Afghanistan at the time, basically said, go to Maimana and stack bodies because I want the Taliban to know that we're still willing to come find them and kill them. And we were like, Roger that, sir. And, <laughs> The six weeks that we were expeditionary, I think we got into 13, 12-hour-plus firefights. Wow. And it was when – we, when we got back, when we drove back and we're back in our, our big fire base up in Masri Sharif, the night after we got back, we were all sitting around the fire, and we all realized that no matter what we do in the rest of our careers, we will never have an experience – we will never have an opportunity or an experience like that again. It was kind of sad to know that we were, I was never going to get that again. But at the same time, I've come to peace with it. And now skydiving is my uh, adrenaline outlet, if you will. Man, that is, wow. <laughs> that is completely badass. I mean, here's me thinking that like spending seven hours at a pie gout table is impressive. Uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing even on the level at all of, of what our good buddy Nate is doing. Well, uh, I just have a couple more things for you. Uh, number one, uh, I just want to wish all the best to your your daughter. Um, hope you get a good visit with her and hope things are uh, go well with her. And secondly, uh, where can our listeners follow you? Um, I know you're a big Insta guy, uh, but where, where do you like to uh, do your social media? Basically, I'm really only on Instagram. Uh, I think my... Instagram handle is nate.sports88. Yes, uh, it is. Cuz you're the um, you're like the only guy who like likes and comments on my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and that includes me. <laughs> yes. And I'm like like if I'm only entertaining Nate, like if I get the like on something I post on my story, I'm like, "All right, that was good enough." <laughs> it was worth it. <laughs> uh yeah, I, 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 I'm not really much. I'm not on Twitter. I have a Twitter, and if something like really noteworthy happens, or Hawk says he, you know, posts a picture of his gambling pen thing, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll go over and search. Or I need a Masters or like a golf bet update. I'll go over, and my search history on Twitter is. Chris Hockey, Power Trip Bets, and Michael Russo for like wild news. And that's, wow. 
that's I I'm the most boring Twitter person ever because I like I, I just am not I don't I don't I'm not on enough to 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 have anything to say. Uh, but every now and then you got to get on there to you know look at whatever you know maybe the chindo makes an appearance every once in a while. <laughs> Of course. Well, Nate, thank you so much for your time tonight. Uh, it's been so awesome talking to you. Um, and even better, we get to see you next week, which will be even better if that's somehow possible. So uh, take care, and we will see you in Vegas next week. All right, guys. We'll see you guys uh, in a week. I'm super excited. All right. Well, that was fun. Nate is an awesome dude. Great dude. True American hero. True American here. America. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. See, with guys like Nate out there, I'm like, you know, you just, you just sleep a little bit better at night, right? Yeah. Yeah. I I definitely don't want to go like do anything adventurous with him though. Like maybe just the sports book in an edible or something. <laughs> there you go. Oh, can't wait to see him. This is gonna be so much fun. All right. Well, that will do it for this week's show. Um, next week, we are obviously going to be in Vegas, so we won't do a show next week. So we'll be back in two weeks to kind of recap the, uh, the old Vegas trip and see what happened and what's been going on with the power trip since then. So in the meantime, Dave, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Power Trip Quotes. I'm, of course, at Power Trip Bets. Uh, I will be changing my moniker back from Derek Stingley under pick 12 and a half. Uh, <laughs> I have to go with something else for the Vegas trip, but um, you can find me there at Power Trip Bets. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, have a great trip out to Vegas for those of you that are going and for those of you that aren't. Hopefully you can make it next year. I think it's going to be the spring break sweet 16 trip again next year. So mm. uh, plan ahead if you want to go. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you in two weeks. Tomorrow morning at 5.30 a.m., Paul Allen is next. Let's blow this thing up. You know what? No, we're, never mind. I like the show today. We're not going to blow it up. We did our very, very best. Abigail, tell them bye. Bye-bye. Everybody, everybody.